How's it going? I'm Coco, and this is Rock and Vino, the podcast where we talk about wine and music and how well they go together. And one of the places that you can find the Rock and Vino podcast is on the Riff Magazine website and Riff Magazine. Riffmagazine.com. Exactly. It's great website for all you know music news, album reviews, uh, pre- show previews, all kinds of cool stuff on there, and they're... Uh, they're getting in the podcast uh, in the podcast game. They like so, us exactly. They're so featuring us. We haven't been canceled yet. <laughs> That's to you, Roman. Uh, Rock and Vino is on there. You can find Riff Radio, another fun little feature. Some interviews with uh, different artists. Uh, Lars from Metallica up there this week. It's a good one that you should go listen to. Kind of a shocker. Like, whoa, what? You got Lars? <laughs> exactly. It's it's a lot of fun. <laughs> um, and we, of course. Did uh, some show coverage for Bottle Rock for um, for Riff. We did, and uh, I think that I mean we were talking about this a little bit before we started that the the process of the, covering a show and reviewing a show is a lot different than one might think. It really, it's not all glamorous <laughs> it really and, and fun backstage antics. Yeah, so I mean, it it's a lot of. Uh, you know, hurry up and wait and running around and getting to the right spot. And, uh, <laughs> you know, once uh, once you've seen your show, we're up in Northern California. So they're different Bay Area shows. So you got to make the trek home. Because often shows are in the city exactly. or in Berkeley or in Sacramento. Venues all over the place. Yeah. Get home. You have to remember and go through everything you, you just saw you know, to kind of recall everything. What songs they played? What What was the stage banter? What was the crowd like? Try and go through all these little details that of what you just saw, but it's so easy to lose those <laughs> in such a short time. You got to bring your notebook. Exactly. <laughs> so my favorite one. I mean, we had a little little bit of this during Bottle Rock, but um, also a couple recent shows that go really late. Is you you get back at like one in the morning. Yeah. And you on sit a good day. on a good day exactly, and you sit down and then you have to write. To be timely, it's got to be up the next morning. Otherwise, everyone's moved on. <laughs> well, yeah, because me, if I like didn't go to the show because I'm sleeping in my bed, my comfy little warm bed, I'm like, hey, how was that show? I'm going to look it up online. So who's doing that? Mike, the Riff team. <laughs> so my, but my favorite one was one of the recent shows. You get back at one o'clock, you start writing. It, it starts settling in a little bit. To, you know, your eyes start uh, your eyes start going. And I think I, I fell asleep twice mid review, <laughs> and woke up and looked at my laptop, and it was just like three sentences of complete gibberish words that <laughs> that were actual. It wasn't just you it, weren't it was, drunk. You were just it was tired. formed words that just made <laughs> no sense. I just looked at it and went, "This is not going to work," but luckily it worked out okay. So I, I think uh, again, I don't think Roman's going to fire us yet. Well, that's good. Thank exactly. goodness. Exactly. But yeah, riffmagazine.com, lots of good stuff there. So so go check it out. And we have a guest. We have a guest today. <laughs> yes, we have Bryce Dow Williamson with us. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming. Yeah. We appreciate it. And now for those of you guys that don't know, Bryce is very involved here in Sonoma County with the music scene. So in wine country here. Yeah. So helping to um, elevate the whole music scene here which is desperately needed so thank you <laughs> yeah we're you know it uh, it's definitely uh ebbed and flowed around here a lot of different times but uh but it's been it's been great to be able to uh kind of step into my own more in recent times and uh help out with some more venues 
Yeah. So tell us a little bit about the venues that you currently are working with. And um, Right now, um, I'm in charge of the marketing for uh, Somo Concerts. That's a 3,000-person um, outdoor solar-powered venue in Runner Park, um, as well as uh, the Mystic Theater in uh, downtown Petaluma. That's a 500-person. And uh, then also a Cornerstone um, that is in Berkeley uh, that nice. is um, on the corner of Shattuck and Durant. That's another 500 person and uh, attached to a, a pub uh, similar to uh, the Mystic. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I didn't know about that one. Yeah. You're all over the place. <laughs> I, you know, trying to work. <laughs> yeah. And also you're involved with the Railroad Square Music Festival. Yeah. Is that, yeah, that I do the, um, yeah, the marketing for uh, the Railroad Square Music Festival that is... Um, uh, a Sonoma County, um, uh, it, it was just on, we just had our fourth year. And so it usually happens the second week of June mm-hmm. and uh, has multiple stages. Uh, this last year had five stages and, um, about 25 different, uh, acts that uh, are all local and regional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how do you go about like vetting who you want to present <laughs> on the stage? Well, I mean, a lot of that is, uh, is Josh Windmiller and, um, and I get to, uh, to, uh, consult and advise and suggest, you know, uh-huh. um, I think that, a big, you know, a big part of this kind of event when, and you know, you don't have as much of like a, a headliner to um, base it off of, uh, then, uh, then it's really about trying to, if it's about the community, then I think it needs to try to, you know, properly showcase the community, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so we look at a variety of just different genres and, you know, making sure that it's not just all white guys, Yeah, for <laughs> you know, <sure. laughs> uh, you know, cause I think that, uh, that's, that's what our community is. And so then, um, you know, it's great to have, you know, have music this year that was, you know, all over the place, but completely representative of like, if you were to be involved within different demographics or ages or areas within Sonoma County, that these are the bands that you would be seeing one way or another. Mm-hmm. So Very cool. Yeah. I We were talking a bit offline mm-hmm. about how last year at the Music Fest, I found uh, Eki. Yeah. And so she um, is amazing. And she was playing right before I think the downpour yeah. or right in the middle of it. <laughs> and so my friends and I uh, saw her play and we're just amazed. And so we went and saw her yeah, again. E- yeah. Eki Shola. She's amazing. She's a, uh, uh, she calls it uh, chill hop electronica. Definitely. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. She did. she uh, just got to see her the other night for uh, the tiny desk uh, uh, folks that, that were doing really well with that. Yeah. Lagunitas. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's another great, awesome place in Sonoma County bringing yeah. some music. So yeah, they uh, they just had um, Low Cut Connie right before uh, the, they played at Somo concerts with Social Distortion. Oh, right other. on. Yeah, very cool. So, how did the Social D show go? Went really well. Um, we got about uh, twenty five hundred people, mm-hmm. um, and you know, it was very. It's you know, it's it's always interesting to you know each each show depending on the genre invites in just a different group of people, but then. Oftentimes they're very Sonoma County based or like, you know, a little bit north, a little bit east. Um, And so, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, when you have a band like that, that's been so influential for so many people, it's just it's just really great to see people like, you know, reliving something or um, or, you know, finally getting to see somebody that they always wanted to. And, you know, the band is just uh, it's just great. Mike Ness is amazing. And Mm -hmm. so it's just, you know, and and we've just really upgraded the venue. So it was really a a great way to kind of show this this new um, parts of it. Yeah. And for people who don't know what Somo Villages and Somo Concert Series, yeah. if you explain it to someone who doesn't know, they would say, what are you talking about? Yeah. But it's sort of, as best you can, kind of <laughs> describe what the venue is. It's completely unique. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, we've been going for about five years, um, and I've been involved for, 
I should know that uh, for, I guess. Um, and uh, and so it's 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 very interesting because, of course, it's in the midst of a uh, business park, and <laughs> so within a, a suburbs that's within you know a, a county that is not very business park or suburb oriented. So um, <laughs> it's not really a place where people are like, "Hey, I'm going to go to Roner Park to see to rock my face off," you know. Yeah. Um, and so then uh, we really had to kind of create something there that would be worth it to, for people to go to, and then have them be pleasantly surprised when they turn the corner and are out of the ample parking lots. Um, and, Definitely, you, know, you guys yeah. do have a lot of parking there. Yeah, which is very important for a venue and very rare in Sonoma County. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you know, so there's you know there's def- certain infrastructure like that that's set up, but then. You know, this year we don't have to have a trailer that unfolds into a, you know, transformer stage. Uh, it's, it, you know, it's something permanent now. And then um, and then we we've uh, had this group um, ineffable uh, move in and start doing the booking. So that's not, um, you know, myself and uh, and uh, my mentors, uh, Morty and Steve and, you know, and whoever else that is around that we're working with, like Seva or, or certain other, um, you know, people who want to put on a benefit or something like that. Um, but yeah, 3,000 person outdoor theater um, uh, concert space in um, in Runner Park. Uh, that's a mile south of the Sonoma State College. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, yeah, we do we do it uh, you know during the summer when it's <laughs> reasonable. Yeah, I imagine in the, probably more so in the early days of getting bands to come out there. Yeah. sort of the process. <laughs> explain like wait, hang on, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. Stay with me on this. It it'll be great. <laughs> it, it still is, so, you yeah. know, um, for sure. But you know, anybody will go anywhere if you pay them. <laughs> exactly. Fair point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And, um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, but it's definitely, it's, it's, it's grown and it was, you know, it's, a, the, it's, it's really great to have the, the Redwood Grove that's kind of within it to help the aesthetic and, you know, and then have Sally Tomatoes there to be able to do all the bars and, and that Which kind of really thing. Which is really nice. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, and for me, I really wanted to like, you know, I needed to create a reason for people to be there or like a comfort or, you know, an interest. And so then that was kind of, that was looking at this kind of pop-up festival idea initially, um, which we don't have to do as much because now we can attract larger acts and they'll get enough people. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but we had, you know, having vendors in there, having artists in there, having nonprofits so that it feels like this, like more than a business park, you know, like you, there's these different people that are around with causes or with wares or with, whatever that makes you feel like it's it's something more than um you know than a, a stage in the midst of uh of, of a of, business park yeah, of a cement business of, park yeah. exactly yeah <laughs> um but yeah but they you know they painted it all up this year and then they added some um really nice wooden um aesthetics and stone nice. structures and stuff so it's perpetually getting better we'll have to come check it out yeah please do and your next show yeah. is the Rock and Wine Fest. Yeah, with the so. uh, Y&T and uh, Dawkin and then um, fella from Tesla, Frank Hannon, yeah. his band. Yeah. Oh, right on. Yeah. Um, and so the lead singer of Y&T, did you yes. know that he has his own wine brand? Exactly. That's that's really was probably the seeds for the um, for the idea. Very cool. Because um, we're showcasing his wine. You know, the VIP stuff that's already sold out is like a meeting and a tasting with him. Yeah. Um, and then there's this also, also this wine experience that people can can buy. And so then there's a variety of different wineries that are involved. And um, 
and that, so then you get to have a little bit of that that kind of feeling within the redwood grove before the show and uh and um and i think that there's and they're doing a little meet and greet and all that kind of stuff that they th- like to throw into nice and yeah. now is that that's like a, a really cool idea that yeah. or, i mean would you guys think of doing that with yeah. other bands that maybe an artist that doesn't have their own one i mean it, since we're in wine country i think it's just it's you know it's figuring out which which bands are willing to get creative in that way with you definitely you know because most bands want to just do a show you know yeah. and you know i mean you know a, a meet and greet is a big ask oftentimes you mm-hmm. know um and and often only pulled forth when the band gets all the money or uh you know or you're not selling tickets and you want to throw it in at the end mm-hmm. um <laughs> yeah. uh, but um but uh but yeah i mean we had you know, we had a lot uh, some success in previous years with like a beer festival partnered with funk music because ah. we had uh, Dean from Hot Monk that we were working with to mm-hmm. to kind of help you know brand that and move it forward. So, um, you know, I think that there's you know drinking and music often goes together. So it's just kind of finding which which common threads to piece together to make yeah. a proper story. And you know, um, this story is is different and interesting. Um, and you know, we'll see whether it can properly, you know, hit home enough so that there's the crossover of uh, these these fans and um, those connoisseurs. Yeah, you know? that's awesome. And then you guys have some great shows coming up after that. So yeah. on Friday the 13th, which yeah. is like one of my favorite days, <laughs> yeah. um, Toots and the Mayals. Maytals, yeah. Maytals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Mike yeah. Love. Right, looks yeah. Like. Yeah, a bunch of reggae, uh, really great reggae show. Um, you know, since we're working with Ineffable, they're they're, yeah. they're the same guys that do um, the Cali Roots Music Festival in Monterey. Okay. And so then they're, they've curated this kind of what they call the Rebel Music Series. That's a variety of different, um, like Toots and the Maytals is, you know, they're they're the guys that invented the phrase reggae. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then, you know, so then there's a couple other shows we'll have that are along that, you know, that same vein of Steel Pulse and Tribal Seeds. And, nice. Um, and I think we'll, and, and then there's the, the J-Boog and Collie Buds, which is a little bit different, you know, it's a little bit more Pacific Islander and, uh, you know, and hip hop oriented, but uh, but a similar kind of aesthetic and feeling behind it. Do you find and that those shows uh, bring out the larger crowds? Yes. Yeah, yes. for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, when we did, um, the first two shows that we did with Ineffable last year both sold out and got to the 3,000. That's amazing. Um, yeah, so that was uh, Soja and Dirty Heads mm-hmm. and The Green, I believe, and then... Um, uh, pepper and tribal seeds yeah and i think maybe one else very but, cool um yeah yeah seems they, to be very much sonoma county for sure well and it's you know um it's a music that is um there there has an audience of people that go out and see it you know mm-hmm. and that Absolutely. they want to see it live and they want to be around each other and you know in the audience and you know and participating with the culture that's there and around it yeah. and you know and these days as things go more and more digital then there's a certain um, you know, genre that, or there's a, a majority of genres where people want to see it very quietly, mm-hmm. you know, or they want to see it on like, you know, digitally and, um, and not live. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and then there's also just, you know, the, all the background stuff of the business of it, you know, that, uh, that, that can, um, make it, make it difficult for certain bands to, you know, to, to perpetually tour, you know? Yeah, definitely. So. And then, so you're also involved with McNear's Mystic Theater. Yes, uh, right? just yeah, just Mystic Theater. McNear's is now doing the restaurant. Uh, and then, so they've and, separated. Yeah, and then Ineffable okay. is now booking the theater. Oh, right on. Yeah, and so then those are the same guys I'm working with um, on, that are booking Soma concerts that are also booking Cornerstone in Berkeley that I'm working with. Wow. And they do the Catalyst in... Um, 
Oh, in Santa, Santa Cruz, Cruz, yeah. In the Fremont Theater in uh, San Luis Obispo. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just the way that it goes these days, it's like, you know, like the, the part of why we had so much um, trouble getting enough good shows for some concerts is that we were just an island, right? And mm-hmm. there's all these different huge conglomerates of Live Nation and and the AGP radius clause and radius and, clauses and outside mm-hmm. lands, all these different festivals that are going to just snatch up all the, you know, the top tier. And then, you know, they hope for the second tier. And then, and then you're in a County that people are, that has a changing scene and like not very reliable venues. And so then the yes. agents don't, you know, think about Sonoma County as a place to stop and have shows up until more recently with, uh, these different things. <laughs> and do you get like a lot of support from local radio on your shows? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, you know, there's, uh, I worked with a variety of radio stations, but you know, um, unfortunately the way the radio has gone is that, you know, there's not a lot of, uh, musicians that are alive that are playing on the radio. Um, <laughs> That's so true. You know, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and then, you know, and, and there's not, uh, and unless there's that, that band is played on your station, then, you know, there's not a reason to go an extra mile with them. Um, but you know, but at the same time there have been, when, when it fits, then the radio does super great. And like, you know, we sell our shows really well and, uh, um, and, uh, and you know, there can be the right audiences for that. You know, like when, when I have a top 40 country artist or somebody who was once one time a top country 40 artist, it's great. Mm -hmm. You know, when I have somebody like, you know, I have, um, uh, uh, Ace Freely coming through the the Mystic, and so mm-hmm. then that's going to work really great for uh, you know for the River and for like a classic rock station. Yeah, you know, um, and uh, and you know, and like and with I mean with Royal Square Music Festival, you know, I got on KSRO, I got on KRCB, I got on KRSH, I got on like you know, I just lined up all, as many much radio as I could, and anybody that would actually have live music. Uh huh. Right. Absolutely. Because that's another thing is like radio stations that do live music or don't, and so then like is there the value of being able to be in the studio and actually show what what they're going to experience rather than, you know, there there can be those little bits of, oh, I'll play that one song that you know. Mm-hmm. You know, right. but uh, but that only can go so far. Exactly. Yeah. I, I assume, or I would think in some ways, promoting shows, <laughs> or how it's changed promoting shows is the same way how it's changed for bands promoting themselves. Oh, absolutely, that yeah, totally. You just have to, whether it's, Facebook or social yeah. media or things like that. You're just. It's fine. <laughs> we got some vacuuming going like on behind it. us. Yeah, yeah. It's all um, good. You're just finding different ways to get the word out there. Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm sure in some ways it's almost more like word of mouth now. Well, just in a different weird. Yeah, in a generally like a yeah. digital yeah. word of mouth. It's, the, it's weird. The generally general rule that I've been taught is that it takes three touches for anybody to really remember it. Absolutely. You know? And um, word of mouth is always the most powerful. Um, but if you know, if you see it on Facebook and then you see it in the newspaper or you hear it on the radio or something like that, then enough times, then it will stick in your head. And, but of course the best and the most is like, you know, somebody who you trust and who, who is a tastemaker letting you know about something and inviting you out and saying why. Um, and of course within any of the social media stuff, you can do a whole lot, but if you don't write in why or what it feels like, or, you know, or what you the the creative that's in between it that is really important you know i mean that's part of why video goes so far is because mm-hmm. uh you know you can see why you can feel it right absolutely um and and why you know having having bands live on air goes goes really far because you can you get you understand more of who they are and where they're from because there's not just a small section of highly marketable um you know canned kind of stuff that uh that 
doesn't tell you what a live perform music performance is, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and if you can get them to perform acoustically, that's yeah. like a whole other dynamic to a totally. song that you may yeah. not have had a connection with prior to that. Right, so, right. Which yeah. is really nice. Yeah, I was just um, uh, on, on um, uh, yesterday morning, um, there's a there's the this music industry meetup that's uh, an international thing called Boundless Breakfast, and so then the local one that we had the other morning, um, my good buddy uh, Sam Hurley, who's an amazing sound guy, was talking, and um, and he was talking about like how how important it is to be modular, you know, and mm-hmm. and and I you know it's something that 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 I definitely can think of for bands just because it gives you more opportunities, right? Um, you don't always get to play on the huge stage. Mm-hmm. So you shouldn't have just the stage plot for a huge stage. Like what if it's a tiny space? Like how yeah. many opportunities are you going to open up for yourself by being able to play something small, medium and large, mm-hmm. you know, um, and being able to adapt to that. Cause, cause yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't have a full drum set in a tiny radio booth. Right. You know? <laughs> then you got to bring that, uh, yeah. that little box thing. <laughs> right, right, yeah. A cajon. A cajon. Yeah. A cajon. Yeah. 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 Yes. A exactly. Cajon. Yeah. And, and you do. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And Gotta those, be dynamic. Yeah, and those are those guys that you know that that can do well. I mean, you, you know, it's it's interesting to hear the different acoustic albums and that kind of stuff that happens at some point in somebody's career. But yeah. uh, but you know, there's um, there's there's something to that that is uh, you know the the core of um, artistic communication that is hopefully part of your intention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you when you strip things down. I mean like like the thing about how amazing all the Chris Cornell stuff was when it was just like, you know, him with the stripped a, down. Yeah, yeah. It was just just killer because you just you can just feel the voice, you know? Mm-hmm. And there's and there can be so many different distractions and layers that can sometimes make it, you know, bring out different beautiful qualities that are sometimes hidden, but then but then also it's like, oh yeah, let's good, look look at like what you know what you're just gonna like really just feel, you know, mm-hmm. um, and that's always a priority for me. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, but, absolutely. Yeah. So what is your? Um, I mean, you're clearly involved with Sonoma County. You yeah. seem to have a passion for for where we live, <laughs> yeah. and then also music. So what would be like your ultimate like goal, your ultimate dream for what we have here? Um, I mean, I think that you know what's been. I don't know if it's my ultimate goal, but I, I always have trouble with ultimate goals because I am, get so stuck into what's my next step, mm-hmm. you know, um, because I have a mind for it. And that's part of what makes me good at my job is that we look at like, you know, I don't just think of like, well, I just want people there and I'm going to whine about it, you know, <laughs> um, you know, I need to figure out all the different steps of all the, how do I get all those, you know, multiple impressions and, mm-hmm. and figure out all those different steps in order to get to that goal. Right. Um, you know, so a, a, an ultimate goal would be something of like just having a reliable music scene that yeah. show that you know that lets um, the the talent that we have here you know be noticeable um, to more than than you know than uh, where we're at right now because I think that there's I perpetually hear in other places like oh well the, like we've had these different Sonoma County musicians come through and like there's there's something really really to that and there's a beautiful like you know feeling that can come with them um, or like some very talented folks that mm-hmm. I mean maybe it's just because we're you know we're the type of place where people um, retreat to more than you yeah. know more than like showcase from but um, I think that that's shifting a little bit potentially. Um, I mean, I would, I would, I just want to see a venue in Santa Rosa, you know, that is uh, probably around like that 500 person right. level, um, run by somebody who has any experience uh, 
It's hard to find that yeah. around here, I know. Yeah. I mean, because, yeah. you know, you can run a restaurant, you can run a bar, but <laughs> you can run whatever. But that's, y- you can't really just take those same those same skills and then apply it to all the different relationship building and maintaining that is uh, integral within music industry. I had a lot of hope for the Last Day Saloon. Yeah, That totally. somebody would buy that and, yeah. you know, turn it into something. Because it's such a great location. It it's a great venue. There's so many and it was for a long time, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, Dave did a great job running that venue, and yeah, um, yeah. yeah I know. And now it's now it's a joke. Yeah, kind of. right, I right. mean, really, yeah, no. yeah, it's been karaoke uh, tragic for a while, but it just got sold, and is going to be a different one. Oh, oh it now. did. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, um, breaking news. Did we just yeah. break news? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be. Um, oh, I forget what the name was. It was. Um, I think it's going. It's going to be a Spanish club. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. so it'll be a Spanish club, but yeah. it won't be like a music venue. Just I'm sure it will be, but okay. just just with less less uh, associated for English speakers. Okay, yeah. that's kind of cool though. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. I mean, who knows what it'll be? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only time will tell. Yeah. Well, I'm just glad that it's not turning into apartments because yeah, I remember, that like, was I was looking a at that. For a long time. It was so any kind of music in there, I'm I'm cool with. Mm-hmm. You were talking about some of the bands that have are from and have come out of this area. Mm-hmm. I mean, I yeah. I feel like you can almost say that there's kind of a Sonoma County sound now. Oh, absolutely. Like, I, sure. I think yeah. we, there, there's a brand of band that comes from this area. Yeah. Have you seen that? We have different flavors, though. Ex- it, uh, you know. Yeah, completely. <laughs> Would you say you've seen that more in the past five, six years where the, there are bands that are kind of forming here, developing here, yeah. and, you know, maybe moving on and, you know, making something of themselves. So to speak. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, uh, there's, I mean, it's, it's part of why, you know, like there's, there's not a lot of success stories for, you know, for creative people within Sonoma County. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a lot of support for them. You know, there's, it's, there's a high cost of living and, um, and that creates, uh, you know, where a, a majority of jobs within a creative sector, people can't quit. Um, mm-hmm. and so, you know, like when I was at the LBC, then I was a young, I was a token young person, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, uh, and, you know, and they, there was a lot of stuff that was stuck there of like, you know, the relationships with radio and newspaper that didn't, couldn't make any space for, um, digital advertisement. And, you right. know, that was so important and that was what they wanted me to do, but then they didn't want to actually do it, spend any money on <laughs> right. it. Um, yeah. And so it's really hard to do it without any money spent, being spent on it. Definitely. Um, and, you know, and that's part of the success that I've been able to find is that is by being able to give any digital infrastructure to people that are wanting to do creative things that are supposed to, you know, get thousands of people <laughs> um, or hundreds of people or dozens of people, you know, um, and, you know, and particularly focusing on, on music and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's been these other these other projects that are there because, you know, it's just having that kind of creative firm that's approachable. Um, mm-hmm. That nobody's been doing much up here. We have we have some really great uh, creative firms that are very high end, you know. Yeah. Um. But uh. But but you know we're we're more mid level. <laughs> um. <laughs> and uh. But you know. But we're gonna do. But but part of it is is because we because we are from here, and we love the space, and we want to. And there's a bit of it being a gift, you know. Yeah. Um. I would, you know, it's 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 feels much more sustainable for me to work with a lot of really great people. And to, you know, make make half of what I could potentially charge them um, for ongoing amounts rather than like charge them one time as much as I possibly can and then never, never work with them again. Right. You know, right. Um, so, 
Yeah. And, and so like, so it's been great because we've been able to, you know, dabble in booking and dabble in, um, you know, and, and helping with, uh, just digital representation for bands, um, that are all different local ones and, uh, you know, and then, then organize different events and work with, um, you know, some local government and other people that mm. see the value that's, that, that is here of like, you know, we got them for landscapes, we got them coming for wine, but then what you can get to stay with. And so then a lot of that could be art or, uh, music. Absolutely. Um, and, and I think that there's more of that value being seen. Um, and you know, there's such a, a, a wealth of creative folks up here, but then we also have people that kind of want to hide at the same time, you know, as create. Um, and so at SOMO, do you guys have a whole art piece to that? I thought like the last time that I was there, there was a whole like yeah, art display and then yeah, in addition to... There's been more and more art put into it for Very sure. Cool. Yeah, and that's part of their, the SOMO Village kind of um, mission and intention is to incorporate mm-hmm. art with that. But uh, Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. But, that, but they're more of like the landlord business that, that oh, I see. Under. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm just the concerts and just the the marketing for the um, for the shows. And so your mentors are pretty awesome guys. Yes, they are. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so can you tell us a little bit about who they are and, yeah. and um, their Mor- background? Yeah, Morty Wiggins and Steve Sank. Um, Morty uh, is actually used to book shows up here at the River Theater with mm-hmm. uh, the Grateful Dead, and you know uh, booked Tom Waits at the Spastical Center for the Arts and stuff, and. Um, got in with Bill Graham and, you know, started just taking out the trash and got to the point where he was his right-hand man and, um, you know, brought, uh, the Neville brothers up from a New Orleans band to an, uh, international act and, uh, Cheryl Crow and Johnny Lang and, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of Joe Satriani. He's still working with Joe Satriani. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, he's got, uh, four Grammys that he just, doesn't put on the wall because he doesn't really care. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, 15 platinum albums, 25 different gold records, you know. Amazing. That, but he's just, uh, what what really attracted me, me to him is that he's not only highly accomplished in all these different ways and knowledgeable about all these things that I normally would have nobody to learn from, mm-hmm. uh, in, you know, in the area or or be very difficult to find somebody to, to learn from. But he's also like, he's a great, father and a great um person you know yeah uh he's kind and humble he still takes out the trash you know yeah um despite being more successful than i could ever potentially dream of you know um <laughs> it's a different time too though yeah you know for sure yeah i mean he was helped start the film more you know yeah um and uh helps helps do uh also you know helped with some of the first um uh live music video stuff you know oh really um, yeah oh right on yeah that's um, awesome. the live at the Fillmore series and mm-hmm. different stuff like that um and uh yeah he did tower records and um a&m records for a while too mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah. and then uh steve uh sank um was a merchandise guy and he worked very closely with um uh, the beatles and kiss and barbara streisand and um uh and sony in europe for a long time and mm-hmm. then and bill graham uh and live nation for a bit too yeah. Um, very yeah, cool. So, and how did you get hooked up with those two guys? Um, well, so I was doing the Luther Burbank center after getting back from North Carolina. Um, I had <laughs> been doing a venue out here completely illegally in a barn on a commune. <laughs> um, <laughs> awesome. Got it. Yeah, gotta yeah, do for, what you gotta do sometimes. Yeah. Right? <laughs> for about, well, you know, when there's a lack of venues and you're young enough to, um, uh, try, uh, then, yeah. Risk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then we had about two and a half years of uh, the boogie room and gardens. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of uh, punk shows and um, everything else, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
a lot of freak folk and uh, and different other you know interesting experimental music and electronic music and mm-hmm. um, some plays and workshops and two festivals as um, crazy but uh, but yeah so I went out to North Carolina and uh, got my degree in a sustainable business and um, from Warren Wilson College that's a small little school that uh, everybody lives at and then you have to um, work there and oh. uh, as well as volunteer within the community so um, so I'd worked on the trash recycling compost um, free store crew first and then the um, auto working and metal working um, crew uh, in the second year and then volunteered uh, in Alabama building houses during my uh, spring break and my fall break and my summer nice. vacation <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so yeah so I got back and then was working on at the Luther Burbank Center and um, and uh, started to, and I volunteered at the Railroad Square Music Festival and was helping Josh with some different stuff that he was doing mm-hmm. and um, and Josh wasn't as in, uh, interested in you know the kind of like office being in the office all the time and you know he's got so many of his own projects that he just like you know he's got his thing that he's doing and so then he introduced me and then um, and then I was doing Luther, Bur- Luther Burbank Center and Somo concerts uh, mm-hmm. in the second year um, uh, when we had like uh, Ziggy Marley and Steel Pulse and Michael Franti and uh, Sharon. No, that wasn't Sharon Jones. That was the year before. Um, well, Sharon, I think Sharon Jones was the second year. Was she? Okay. Yeah. It's been, there's been a lot of shows. There has been a lot of shows. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. That was um, a good show. Yeah. For yeah, sure. That was absolutely great. Yeah, I did get to go to that one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, and so, so yeah, so it was just kind of like, it slowly progressed of, um, you know, kind of feeling each other out. And I think that, um, you know, we both have kind of some, some, deep hippie spirituality behind our <laughs> general sense of self. So there's, you know, so that kind of connected, um, uh, we're actually both, um, really into this, um, um, uh, Morty really likes, uh, the teachings of Gurdjieff and, um, a particular book called, uh, in search of the miraculous by P.D. Ospensky. Mm, and I'll have to look that up. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I, I was like prescribed it by, um, by, uh, uh, spiritual hippie doctor of my mother's when I was young and I had I read it a couple times and didn't get much of any of it but <laughs> it felt very affected nonetheless <laughs> now that you're an adult yeah yeah I understand a little bit more of it more. <laughs> yeah um but uh yeah so yeah so it's just um you know the the that that it's you know it's who I knew yeah right? yeah and uh and then also being being able to be prepared enough to comfortably go into it and figure it out and um have some parts figured out and be able to confidently ask about what I didn't know and be humble enough to <laughs> try to keep learning through it perpetually yeah. you know um which I am still doing all the time well I think that's a good thing to <laughs> note because I think a lot of people are afraid to like dig into something that they're really interested in because they don't right. know and right. they're afraid to ask questions they're afraid of course, to look yeah. like an idiot or look dumb right. or something so what would you give like if somebody was interested in getting into the music industry whether they're local yeah. here in Sonoma County what would be like your, your I mean um, it's funny I actually got to talk to a uh, <laughs> um, high school class at, at, at Maria Carrillo mm-hmm. um, um, about a similar thing um, but you know the main thing is you just you can just do it you know you just help out wherever the help is needed mm-hmm. and don't try to go in there letting them know what they need, but ask them what they need and do that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, whether it's taking out the trash or, you know, um, being a stagehand or, uh, and don't you, complain about yeah. the dirty work. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, within any of it, you can go so very far, no matter what business by just 
showing up on time or slightly <laughs> early, mm-hmm. not being horrible to work with in terms of your, you know, your uh, personality. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then just doing like an all right job. So you're not doing the same mistake all, all the time. Like yeah. it's not like a high level of stuff. It's just like that you just make it easy for somebody, exactly. you know, and it's just, I mean, it's just like being a band and trying to get invited back to play a club, you know, you'd be easy to work with and be on your stuff and don't make the same mistake a bunch or, mm-hmm. you know, or go into it with like an entitled approach when you haven't earned that. Don't trash the room. Yeah. <laughs> don't exactly. trash the green room, man. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, um, I just, but there's also like, you know, you should do anything else if you want to. For sure. You know, I mean, like it's not an easy business in any way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. It's not um, monetarily as like easy to be successful in as it once was, you know. Yes. Um, it's much more difficult in that way. Um, there are a lot of new different opportunities that are created through digital licensing mainly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, and money to be made there. And, you know, and everybody needs a good sound person and uh, everybody just needs somebody who will be sober and capable and kind you know (laughs) Uh um there's and there's just there is a lot of work to be that that is available because there's a high turnover rate you know um and because a lot of people think that they're gonna like it because they think they've seen movies or read things about what it's supposed to be like and then they hit the reality and they're like wait this is actual work and you know it's not all fun and games and hanging out with rock stars and drinking it's like yeah i mean i don't you know i i don't want to meet all these people that are playing at the venues I want to do my job you know like and people perpetually mess up their jobs in the music industry by trying to be something other than just somebody who's working you know Mm -hmm. and like I mean you know I've I've heard stories of people like you know going into Diana Ross's you know uh dressing room and you know of course then they're never going to work again no absolutely not I mean it was an intern but uh um but yeah, because it's it's so important just to be a reliable person work, working within the team and working towards the goal of the success of a show, you know, mm-hmm. um, and understanding the importance of having being composed within it because it's a show, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I have had to fire a stage manager because he shouted at me, like, you know, next to where a show's going on in the midst of all these people. And like, man, I don't care what's going on. You yeah. can't do that, you know? Um, right place and right time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I mean, when there's a band that's going on for five minutes over, like, is it going to help as a stage manager for you to jump up and down and like, you know, and, and throw a fit to try to get them off or to like to let them know to be forward, to be stern. But then like, you know, it's five minutes, you know, I think anytime you start within 15 minutes, you're good. Yeah. Um, but uh but yeah, I think that there's there's so many different avenues that one can get into within the music industry. Um, and I think it's really good to try out all of them in order to figure out which one could be yours mm-hmm. and also to potentially convince yourself that you should want to do something easier. For sure, for sure, right, <laughs> exactly. Um, it's, not, it's really not easy and it's not like, you know, it, it's not your name that's in lights, you know? Mm-hmm. It's somebody else's. And I'm perpetually the only success that I've been able to find is by helping other people, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. like my, my own boosting up myself is not important or useful within this industry, you know? Um, it'd be great if some people like if anybody, if it, if any way that has been useful or successful, it's just because I've worked with some people and they knew that I wasn't an 
um, really rude and that I wasn't, uh, and then I showed up on time. You were reliable. You actually. And that I was reliable. Yeah. 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 Um, so. Very yes. cool. <laughs> so just work hard, be persistent and. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, and take out the trash. Take out the trash. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Well, we're looking forward to some of these awesome shows coming up. Um, where can people get tickets to the shows coming up? Um, somoconcerts.com, S-O-M-O concerts. Um, or, you know, we're all over Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and if they're in Sonoma County, then we have them on all the record stores too. Um, oh, perfect. Yeah, okay. Last awesome. record store and People's Music and Tall Toad and uh, Sally Tomatoes, of course, right next to us as Of well. course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. Well, thank you so much for chatting with us. We appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you at one of the shows very soon. Yes, yes, indeed. And all right. You have anything to add, Mike? I think we got it. I think <laughs> we hit it. <laughs> all, right. all right. Sounds good. Well, we'll be chatting with you guys next time.